Welcome to the Broken Pencil Booking Company Pro Wrestling Podcast and radio show infused with hip-hop. I am Wood. Made daily. With organic, farm-to-table, localized, neuralized, sterilized, scotch-guarded for 2020 repellent, available online, shipped via Amazon, not available on Sundays, but now available on thebeastradio.com. Broken Pencil Logic. You stay classy, Internet. I'm Suave Burgundy. JTG is a YouTube exclusive. I'm putting that out there first. You're not getting that on the audio version. You only get that on YouTube. So tell your people. Fucks with wow. your boys. Oh, my. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, dirty danger is what I am. Man, what a way to start off the show, Suave. <laughs> I mean, you know, welcome to another exciting episode of the Broken Pencil Booking Company Pro Wrestling Podcast and Radio Show Infused with Hip Hop. Absolutely. Si habla espanol. I need, I need you to do me a favor real quick. I'm going to let you do the honors on this one. I need you to flip a coin for me. Ah, man, I don't want to flip no coins. You know how this go. Hold up, hold up. Let me get my trusty coin flip simulator. As we uh, embark on this in real time. In real time. All right, bingo. Here we go. What are we flipping for? I got heads. You got tails. I'll explain after we win. And flipping. Up in the air, coming down. Heads is the winner. I am the winner. Okay. So this is Build a Brand Part 3. Ah. And I will get the first pick. And have you have you thought about your stipulation for the build a brand? Maybe maybe a little while back, but we we've had a bit of a sabbatical in between drafting sessions. Just a little bit. So, we, we've been consistent on the weeks, just not consistent on the days. Right. So, I, so we'll see how it goes. All right. I'm probably just gonna make up some stuff on the fly, which always makes for better TV. Absolutely. So I, I think I'm going to do the same thing because I don't have anything off the top. I just know I get the first pick. Wild card, bitches. Do we still want to do five or we want to go to ten? Split the difference. Seven or eight. Super eight. Nah, you know what? We just had the God on. Why not go with the God number seven? Let's go with seven. You know what? Once again, you have judged correctly. There it is. So bonus points if you could tell us where that where that line comes from. What movie is that from? I, that I can't tell you. I'm I'm out on that one. You can't. Once again, oh man, <laughs> I probably know oh, when you say lost. it. Huh? I probably know it when you say it. That's coming to America. Ah. <laughs> Once again, you have judged correctly, Lisa McDowell. So we we will reconvene later on in the show, but. For the moment, I'm going to run down what we have built together in our respective organizations, federations, if you will. Do you think? Sir Suave has uh, chosen the following people to start off his roster for his own organization, his own brand, if you will. MJF, Paul Heyman, Walter in our house, Brock Lesnar, Braun Breaker, Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes, Bobby Lashley, L.A. Knight. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Austin Theory, Bronson Reed, Rhea Ripley, Ronda Rousey. Also added FTR, Street Profits, 
The Banger Bros. Uh, the Acclaimed. DIY. Because everybody loves The Acclaimed. Uh, New Day and Chaosania. And I right. believe you picked up The Acclaimed in a trade. Be a trade. Yes, be a trade. <laughs> The first, the first ever BPBC trade conducted. We we swap we uh swap the Lucha Bros for the acclaimed and everybody's happy. Everybody's happy. I'm not mad. Everybody for my everybody's happy for my federation, whatever you call it. Uh-huh. I have your tribal chief, head of the table, uh, Universal or sorry, WWE Grand Champion, and a whole lot of fucking gang shit. Roman Reigns, your T your TBS Champion, Jay Cargill Berg. Jacob Fatu, Wardlow, Ijo Del Vikingo, uh, Carmelo Hayes, MVP, Bianca Belair, Brian Danielson, Don Mysterio, Jay White, Randy Orton, AJ Styles. Also on the list, I have for tag teams, the Usos, the Lucha Bros, the Good Brothers, a whole lot of brothers going on here. Uh, Aussie Open, the Gorillas of Destiny, more brothers. Impidium, and the Brawling Brutes. Would you say mm-hmm. uh, you're happy with everything that I've read off so far? Yeah, everything sounds good. Sounds like we're running two distinctly different brands, but still very much lots um, of action in in ring in ring centric. That yeah. might be the way to say it. Lots of action. I like the action here. Yeah. Later on in the show, we're going to complete the build a brand with Starks seven- and Hobbs are on my tag team list, right? They are not. Yes, yes, they are. I'm sorry. Stocks okay. for Hobbs is the last right. one. Oh, that's right. And I, I missed it because I also got top flight. So there's that. Good call. Yes. Uh, so now that, that's the list. We're, we're going to have seven more picks. And then each uh, each person, each organization has a stipulation that they can either throw out on, on their behalf or to the other individual. It is the ultimate wild card for building a brand. And nothing is off limits when it comes to uh the the stipulation with the exception of you cannot strip an entire brand and make one brand for yourself with all this talent where the other person has no brand it just doesn't make for good tv wait 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 give me these rules again about what i can't do just so the I, only I, thing I you cannot to... do is take my entire roster or i can oh, no we ain't gonna, we're not doing it <laughs> other than that's that, just not that's just disrespectful that is the, no, that is the equivalent it. of a nut shot in a, in a in a boxing match you just you just don't do if it. if they've already been drafted they stay drafted unless there's a trade trades you are don't appeal on nobody you don't peel nobody's talent we're not talent poaching that's right trades Fish are, off tra- <laughs> we're talking to you trades are on the table <laughs> all right now all right that out the way first order of business WrestleMania Backlash, well, WWE Backlash. It used to be WrestleMania Backlash. Yes. Now it's just Backlash from San Juan. Puerto no Rico. more backwash. No, no more backwash. WWE once again has done the job of giving you a mid-ass card and delivering with an over-the-top performance and delivering execution of the actual show. Can we Can we agree on that? I don't know how mid the card was, but I agree. Let's start. Let's, I agree. Let's start with the Omos and Seth Rollins, the way the the match was even booked. Completely out of nowhere. 
and 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 advertise on social media. So unless they knew beforehand, they probably found out the same way we did, which is absolute garbage. However, I'm sure somebody got a text message. <laughs> I'm certain that at, at least one of the two participants knew that this was about to happen. There's no way MVP didn't know. He might have been the one to get the text. <laughs> when in doubt, go with the most mature individual in the group. He can say whatever he wants to. He Rule just, of thumb. Yeah, he, he just, he, he knows the black belt won't let you touch him in real life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean Then there's that Yeah At any rate Oh uh, Well yeah they, they very much Over delivered it, And it's It's The talent over delivered But there's the Underlying reason As to why this card Is so good It's because Of the Puerto Rico crowd Absolutely Puerto Rico That is one of the best crowds I've seen in a long time. Let's talk about the aesthetics of the of the uh, the arena that they were in. 17,000 plus were in that arena, but the way they had the seats out uh, set up and the, they had remember the old WWE superstars from like 91, 92 how they had the ramp that that came out and then cut 90 degrees and then went to the ring. They pulled that bad boy out. That was hard as hell to it, me. It, and then with the video wall kind of going along that entrance and the bleachers when they're coming out, it kind of had an MSG type feel to it where like you have to get creative with how you do the set because the building is not set up traditionally. You could have told me that arena held 30,000 I would have believed you just because of how the, the aesthetics were. Facts. Oh. Facts. Can you, can you imagine if you went back and like had a, a stadium show in Puerto Rico? I can't. I can't. You're, the whole island I, is going to go to wherever that stadium is. Even if, like, the whole island was shut down. Malls, grocery stores, churches, eateries. Like, can you imagine the tailgate? Just the, just the packages they were showing in the pre-show with people like, like Wade Barrett getting served up cocktails inside a pineapple on the beach. Ew. Careful with your verbiage. Words matter. Way Bear said, was not getting served up. I said what I said. <laughs> Is this the hill you want to die on? <laughs> so the uh let me see. Build a brand three, the hill you want to die on. Is that the <laughs> Is that how we going with this show? <laughs> At this rate, I mean, yeah, we're gonna you uh, know what? I believe JTG has given us show content for next week. We just need to find a hill to die on. Oh, man. A rest, uh, your wrestling hill that you will die on. Oh, man. Just, yeah, next week. Next week. We get foreshadowing. So you, now you got to tease. You got something to come back for. Yeah, hello, you hello, know baby. We, we got you. Thank you, baby. I appreciate you. I was going to ask you to stop somewhere else, but that, that works too. I love you. Outstanding. Shout! Let me give my wife some applause. Yeah, one time for the married life. You know what I'm saying? She coming here with vittles. Man, listen, that is that's so clutch. Yeah, it's so clutch and so crucial. Let's run down this card real quick. So we had um, I don't even know where I want to start with this one. Bianca Belair versus Eo Sky. Bianca Belair instantly got heel heat instantly, and she played to it. And she handled business. Good. And EO Sky. Because that's what professionals do. And EO Sky has been a face for the first time since she's been on the Raw roster. 
and it happened to be at a show that is like it, the equivalent of Bizarro. This was like doing the WWE show in Canada in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Everything she, is what it is for that night. And she played it up. And she ate mm-hmm. her face on accident. And luckily for us, we were spared blood and or consequence therein. Still made for an exciting match. Bianca Belair retains uh, as your uh, Raw Women's Champion. Uh, Did you hear about uh, Kyrie saying reportedly liking a tweet that basically stated, uh, um, "So we have another twelve months of this boring title reign." See, that's the same face I made, and I'm like, "Your mama." <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> hit, hit the bell. That's the best response I can get. Hit the bell. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Uh, where else? Seth versus Omos. Because what we're not going to do, we're not going to hate on these title ranks. That's yeah. what we're not yeah. going to yeah. do. Yeah. What, what Keep we, going. we don't deal or put up with accusations and most definitely not false accusations. Get out of here with all that. that. That's an indictment on the company and the booking, not your champion. Because the champion been holding oh, it down. The I champion mean, ain't got nobody else to beat. If the champion was that boring, she wouldn't have the belt for over a year. And, 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 and giving us great matches for the entire time. It's not like she's at a mediocre matches champion. <laughs> Let's talk about it. At any rate, Seth versus I'll stop Omos. you when you start lying. Yeah, Seth versus Omos. Uh, Seth jumps off the top rope and gives Omos a stomp. You were going to have to do something like that. Now, here's what I'm going to say. Omos has taken two straight L's at the last two PLEs, one to Brock Lesnar, which was kind of expected. You could have done something shocking and put him over. I kind of understand because of who's in charge, what that was. That was a WrestleMania moment for a Brock Lesnar power display. Yep, absolutely. Seth is on the Seth is on the the incline right now. He's he's having a he's on the precipice. He's in a, he's um, in a reap. Yeah, he's on the precipice of great. He's in a reaping season. He's in yeah. He he's in a re- he, he he's getting all of his uh, all of his seeds that have have sprouted over the last two years of him being the most consistent person on WWE television. And mind you, mind you. We're the same crew that gave you this. We had true. Kung Fu, Kung Fu Panda is the broken pencil thing. I'm still on that train now because of how he's kind of conducted himself as of late. And this is the same thing we always do. Like people love the chase for Seth Rollins. They don't love the end result. Absolutely. So it's like, okay, you want him to be the guy. You want him to be the guy. You want him to chase. You want him to have that spot. Once he gets that spot, we back to the same old bullshit. Yep, the chase. Is yeah, amazing. and then that—that's a six-month title reign. Oh, now we're bored. Put it on somebody else, which is the whole reason I'm—I'm I'm against kind of what's going on with the World Heavyweight Championship situation. You're undermining a thousand-day title reign for what? For a guy who's probably either going to be back to mid-card status in six months, or you're just going to draw the ire of an already spoiled audience. Man. Because one thing the black backlash taught us, the American audience is like several, several spots out of the top five when it comes to, to reaction. And like, enjoy. 
Puerto Rico made me enjoy the product watching it in America. There, there was so many crowd moments that helped make that. Like, for example, Rhea Ripley versus Zelina Vega. Zelina Vega is oh, perfect example. This, she, she is, she's coming out. She's a uh, a Puerto Rican by descent. Not, she wasn't, uh, she wasn't born there. She, she's born, she's from New York, but her family's from Puerto Rico. She had family there. God bless her father, who mm -hmm. was lost tragically in 9-11. But she came out and she ate up the adulation of the crowd. Beginning of the year, she was not a face. Uh, Legato del Fantasma were heels. They slowly became getting liked because of uh, my man gravitating to Ray. Uh, and, and then Ray ends up uh, rebranding the, the LWO. And gives brief, brief feeding, feeding the future and breathes new life into the ghetto del fantasma. Mind you, Rhea, I mean, not Rhea, um, Thea Trinidad, aka Zelina Vega, has been in this industry for as, as far as I know, as far as I can remember, 15 years. I remember her as Rosita back in TNA, and uh, she was a badass then, of course, younger. But to discount her and the fact that she's even married well, she's married to Malachi Black in real life. It's a lot, it's a lot of money going it's, it's, on. It's a lot of money going on. It's a lot of, it's a lot of wrestling happening around her, for her, and to her. The lights are on and the bills are paid. So she, that, that's the good thing. She comes out in a Puerto Rican flag. It's a rope that when she opens up, it's the Puerto Rican flag. And they saw it when she walked to the ring. When she gets in the ring and gets the big fight announcement and opens that up, the minute they say her name and she opens that robe up, instant tears, instant frogs and in throats. It was a moment. And we thought for a second that she just might be able to do the impossible. But then you remember WWE says, be damned if you win at home. And for her, now, that was a home fight. See, I, I won't. I won't necessarily do that. I won't say be damned at home. I'll say be damned that you beat a champion in less than ninety days of winning the title in a five star classic at WrestleMania. <laughs> that now, now a hundred percent, you would have had me with the argument had this been Zelina Vega versus Bianca Belair. That would have been your opportunity to crown a champion in Puerto Rico. You're not beating Rhea Ripley literally less than 60 days. Like, was it 45 days removed? Not, yeah, it was It was barely, it was barely over a month. It was yeah, more, we're right at a month, because like, that's what, April 2nd, so this was May, it was about, it was, this like, was May it was like, 6th. Yeah, it was like a month and a week, give or take a yeah, day. Yeah, 35 days. So we're gonna, who does that? And why would you do that? We have because then you're going to be mad when two weeks later Rhea ends up taking the title back on SmackDown. That's the type of shit we see when there's only one show on per week for an hour. Uh, back in like you know 20, 30 years ago, we we way beyond that. Social media won't let you live that long. You you just you just look. Everything can't be fairy tale ending. Just no, just no. And if if you've learned anything, the the lack of steam and heat on KO Zania post WrestleMania as opposed to how much it, the build was during WrestleMania season should tell you hey every it just me what you think should happen isn't always necessarily the answer 
or be careful what you wish for because you might get it and then you have to deal with it. Okay, perfect, perfect segue. We got two ways we can go with this one. I'm going to take the lighter route because the other one's a layup. Okay. Riddle, Owens, KO Zane, or, or, or Sami Zayn, so KO Zane and Matt Riddle versus the Usos and Solo Sokoa. Teases of a turn, but the Usos actually come out and like I, the the win was let out of the sails with this match, but it doesn't make it any less of a good match. Damn good match. Something um, needs to happen with this, like. It's going to happen quick. I think it's going to happen probably like this weekend. But the fact that the Bloodline actually won after all the L's that the Usos have been taking, needed. Absolutely needed. And the, and Matt Riddle and K.O. Zania aren't hurt in the least. True. All factual. Bad Bunny versus uh, Damian Priest. Show stealer. Once again... I will. I will. Here's here's a hill I'm not willing to die on, but I'm. I, I will apologize to the ends of time. I never saw the value in Bad Bunny when he was at WrestleMania a couple years ago, until Mania happened. Now, outside of the fact that he's the most streamed artist in the world, he's actually a pretty accomplished performer. He's not a small person either. That's nah, the part over, that kind of gets lost. He's over six feet tall and he's over two hundred pounds. He is like, a he is a wrestler that, size. Like yeah, he is the, he's the size of like an NFL. He's actually NFL linebacker because most DBs aren't over six feet. Like NFL linebacker, he might NBA be a free safety. Guard. Yeah, he could be a free safety. At, at you size. know what I'm saying? Like he's not a small person, and it translated in the match with Damian Priest. Now, I'll be per perfectly honest and transparent. I in no way felt like Damian Priest should have taken the L. But I understand it. Oh, oh. <laughs> Listen. Not, hey, only, not only did he take the L, we got appearances from Rey Mysterio, the rest of the LWO, Savio mm -hmm. Vega, and a, Savio Vega, and a very, very in shape Carlito, a.k.a. Carlos Colon Jr. Lito. And the way he ran through the ring, Suave, you have a video. It's like a little, like a, like a, a video that you created for a promo a few years ago, with, uh -huh. with with the lean and the run. You know, like when you when you hit the corner and run. And there's a there's a freeze frame of Carlito, where he uh -huh. got that lean in, and them legs look like he's about to topple over. He's probably about 45 degrees in a full sprint coming around that corner, going to the ring. It's a thing of beauty. The way that crowd. I didn't know crowds could continue to pop that loud that late into a show. In the cement gray 11s. Let's let's not let's not let that go unnoticed. There's a lot of heat on feet in Puerto Rico. Man, listen. A lot. And Bad Bunny there there was no loser in this match because I can guarantee you by the end of the year Damian Priest if he's not in the title hunt will have a title around his waist. One would hope Stranger things one would hope. <laughs> one, one would hope. I mean, this would the tournament would the triple triple threat matches turn and the part of the tournament would have been a great time to say, okay, we just saw Damian Priest go stupid and level up. Let's let's switch the game up a little bit. Let's put Damian Priest in this position where he could potentially be champion. Could you not see a situation where it's Damian Priest versus Roman Reigns come Survivor Series? 
I, I can definitely if, see if that. we're going with the champion versus champion motif. I can definitely see that, but that would mean that from May 27th to sometime in November or to, or even sometime at the end of October, we would have already seen a world champion lose the title. I'm still asking what the point of this whole thing is anyway. So, Participation you know. trophy. That's why I was like, we're, we're, it, com- we're coming back to it. Don't worry. But remember what I said. We said weeks ago, it only this only works if it's a heel. If it's a if heel. it's a heel, you can get away with the whole participation ribbon because they can always deflect and just blame and deflect and blame and deflect. Once you once you crown Seth Rollins, because that seems like well, that's where we're going. It's going to be a participation ribbon where he just gets to cut that. I'm not a part timer promo for the next eight months. The best thing, I, and this is just me off the top. The best thing they can really do is essentially have this tournament. Um, they can stop playing with people. Seth 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 won his wing of the tournament to go to the finals for at, at uh at uh, in Saudi Arabia at the end of the month for Night of Champions. They got Cody up out of there pretty, you know. Pretty nice. Pretty, we'll, we'll come back pretty to Cody. creatively. Yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll come back to Cody here in a second. The cool thing about this is you could, because of the close relationship that Triple H has with Seth Rollins, you could inherently set up Seth Rollins to win and have Triple H come out and undermine Roman once again. But this time you say this tournament was designed for Seth Rollins to win from the giddy up. We just had to do it to make it look good because essentially he was handed over the big gold belt from Eric Bischoff anyway to give a title on Raw, right or wrong. I get it. I mean, you know, there's logic in what you're saying. There, there's logic in it, and you don't like it because we didn't like when Triple H got that belt, but he made it worth something. Maybe I don't like I don't like undermining a thousand day title reign. That just seems like stupid business. I really think that uh, tonight. Roman Reigns gets business on the microphone. Oh, I'm certain he's going to, because it just needs to be addressed. And that's, it It fits his narrative that where he, he or Heyman will address it and dress it down in proper form. It's just like internally, like what, what are you thinking about? Like, do you feel like you're going to get a better result from create or just creating a new star to beat Roman for the championships he has. You're not creating a new star when when it's Seth. You're just giving the rivalry that we've been wanting for four years. Participation trophy. trophy. <laughs> I can't even say transitional champion. It's just like, you did this when you have two, and they're not mid-card championships, but you have two, I guess what, secondary co-main event championships the U.S. title, the Intercontinental title, and you have young champions that will defend those titles. You could have had a tournament to consolidate those titles. Absolutely. And you would have have been in the same spot. Consolidating those titles and making that title the new World Heavyweight Championship means more than creating one. Absolutely. Absolutely. You don't even have to rename it. You can keep the same belt because, look, we know Stanford prefers Stanford culture. 
So if you're going to have two titles and one lives, one dies, you know the U.S. title is going in, into the grave and the Intercontinental Championship is going to live on <laughs> in lore. Have no problem with that because of the luster that's on it already. Yep. And then, yes, you can have the Intercontinental Champion show up on both shows and basically be the main event of each show every week. It could be It's argue- like the television championship. It could be argued that the United States Championship has meant more in WWE from maybe two or three of its more recent champions than it did for anybody who held it in WCW or the NWA. It could be argued and, that. And then, I mean, you can you can always borrow from that. Like, okay, if it's the Intercontinental Champion, you're defending the title every week, open challenge. However, like, have some fun with it. And speaking of but titles. But now you're going to. Yeah. Speaking of titles that came out of nowhere, the Intercontinental Championship was one that came out of nowhere. It was literally handed over to Pat Patterson. Rio de Janeiro. <laughs> a tournament in Rio de Janeiro. You give a French, this man champion. A, a French Canadian a, a tournament in Rio de Janeiro, and he walks away with the title, and no one has any footage of the tournament. Fuck out of here. Um, it, it was it was a long time before those things were available. <laughs> Austin Theory, Bobby Lashley, and Bronson Reed set it off. There was absolutely no reason to get that built off of Austin Theory, regardless of who was in it. And he made it look like the chicken shit heel that he is. He made it look good and, scry- and, and, and scummy <laughs> on that win. Again, Austin Theory would have been a perfect situation if you were going to consolidate titles and go with a heel. Because, okay. The first time Vince took a sabbatical, everyone remembers the promo that Roman cut about, you know, who's your daddy? Your daddy's not here anymore. (laughs) So then to bring that comment and that piece of story full circle, once daddy is back, he's world heavyweight champion. So now you have a reason. You see what I'm saying? Like, make it make sense. Now you're just going to give me Steph. Well, not Steph. Seth. You're gonna give me Seth Rollins (laughs) out here on a on a, you know what I'm saying? You're like you're gonna have Seth Rollins out here giving a giving a smear campaign of a thousand day title reign for what? For a man who was smart enough to negotiate a lighter schedule. We're angry. Let's think about this. We're angry at a man who beat cancer twice for wanting to work a little less. First of all, who is we? The French weed. Because gang, I already know what's going on over here. That I'm is, speaking in generalities. That this line, is a blanket statement. That yeah, line, that. yeah, that that line is right down the middle, daddy. Right down the middle. And like, speak, I, I don't understand. Like, And speaking of being mad at people who can negotiate a, uh, a part-time schedule, Brock Lesnar versus Cody Rhodes. Mm-hmm. The highlight of this match is Cody removing the turnbuckle pad and Brock eating it dead center of the forehead. There was no blade, oh. but there was color. And oh my damn, was there color? Brock is really a Brock is really a Viking, like dead ass. That is like an, for real. That is an animal. That is an animal. And Cody took a Kamora lock to the point of almost getting his arm broken and turned it into a three second roll up to win the match which that's the only way you're going to beat Brock as someone who's scared to fight Brock Lesnar the only so I saw someone I actually saw someone online and they posted um, 
that there's like eerie similarities between what Cody's doing with Brock now and what Cena did with Brock when he came back in 2012. Like the setups are near identical. The way the matches went are damn near identical. The story's being told. So there's an effort, albeit a recycled one, there's an effort to put Cody in a better light as a babyface and keep him away from this participation ribbon. Yeah. And you're and you're giving him. So if you don't, if you don't want the best babyface in the company right now to have that title, that should tell you everything you need to know. But the position that you have him in right now is the best position for him. Why not put him against the biggest badass without a belt? If you if the person that you think should have the belt doesn't have the belt, the person that actually deserves the belt doesn't have the belt. Put those two together and make money that way. And that's what we have in Saudi Arabia. A fight between Cody Rhodes and Brock Lesnar off of the fact that Cody gets a cheap win uh, while being in a submission hold. I'm here for it. The only bad thing that I saw that came out of this show is the fact that because of the significance of being in Puerto Rico and the people who were involved, we did not see anything from Damian Priest other than him being outside the ring after the match. We deserved, I'm sorry, he deserved for us to see the reaction the crowd gave him as he got up and walked to the back. Personal opinion. Just wait, just wait till they go back next year. Because you, you think uh, it's going to part of the conversation where it's like that needs to be the new permanent home for backlash. Absolutely. I, like, how many places can you think of that you've seen a show at, whether it's been you live in person or whether it be on a PLE or pay per view, where you see it one time in that location, be like, you know what, we need to go back here every year. Cardiff. Nice. <laughs> definitely, definitely Cardiff. Um, where were they for uh, the the one night stand pay per view when um when when Michaels beat uh, the British Bulldog for the European title? So that, like that was Wembley ninety seven. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Wembley. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm thinking uh, Brett Wembley Hart. was so much Slam ninety two. Yeah, this was, is like yeah. ninety seven early DX. But the pay-per-view was called One Night Stand because it was in the UK. And it was um, HBK versus Bret Hart? No, 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 HBK versus British Bulldog. British Bulldog, David Boy Smith. Okay, I see here. One Night Only is what it was. HB- oh, good. And there that, you and go. That, and that okay. was in Birmingham. That was in Birmingham. Also okay. in England. Um. So we could go to the O2 Arena and stay there. But oh, there you go. O2. That's, yeah, a, that's like, a good one. That's a good one. That crowd is uh, Bizarro World too. They they like what they like. And anything in Mexico is anything in Mexico is stupid. Turn. Um. um every any any and everything in Canada. I, I I still think that Sky Dome deserves another WrestleMania. We haven't been there since what 04? Was that night? Okay, I can see I can see Toronto Sky Down. That was what, see that, that was, was another Bizarro World moment. Yep, I'm with that because uh, Rock Rock instantly I'm got turned that. on a on a on a heel. Good try, Terry, uh, and then Good try, Terry ended up becoming uh, a full blown face as the NWO turned on him, and then Rock cut, got his back in order to turn back for the crowd there locally. Stateside, it didn't matter. It was what it was. But we got what we got back in the states. Good try, Terry was uh was a face. And Rock was still <laughs> the Rock. <laughs> I feel like Australia will probably give you a really good PLE. 
crowd. Uh, see, they had a super, what was it, a super showdown down there, and I wasn't too thrilled about the crowd. They may need to try a different arena. In, in Australia? Australia? Yep, that was a stadium show. That was the, uh, that was the Iconics homecoming. Mm. Okay, what do you think Australia is like if Rhea Ripley's at the top Ooh, of the card? Ooh, that's a different conversation. That's you see what I'm saying? Because like Puerto Rico works because Bad Bunny is at the top of the card oh, and around the listen, top of the card. Bad Bunny, and then you happen to have like a lot of Latino or uh, you have a lot of Hispanic and Latino yeah. people that you can put in positions to showcase Damian, while that's going yeah, on. Damian Priest was there. Uh, 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 Zelina Vega. Right, um, the whole LWO. If, if you want, if you want to haphazardly count Cody from a ninety-mile boat ride, sure, count Cody too. See, all of the above. Um, it, it's it's having it's having those people on the roster to showcase to where you are bringing the culture of the destination out. So yeah. Puerto Rico only works because you have such a Latino and Latinx influence. Australia would work because okay, homecoming of a superstar. Cardiff worked because of Drew McIntyre, because of homecoming of a superstar. When you're embracing the culture of the place that you're going, only good things can happen. So why I feel like at some point, we probably gonna have to Donna, and we going to get some situations popping for Omos and, 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 Kofi. and, uh, and Kofi and all of the New Day. And like, you're going to have to now. I don't know what artists we're going to get involved. I don't know if, if, if Tim's or Wiz, Wizkid have a I mean, have a background in wrestling, but it, now would be a really good time to get started. Afro Beats is having a moment right now. I mean, you know, yeah. you don't need for no, nobody. <laughs> Only you feel hold my body. Doesn't uh, yeah. doesn't doesn't Turn up. doesn't Fela Kuti have a kid out there? See, see, <laughs> now you, see. This is this is how these things work. When you have the right people in the room, you can get things done. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, and then uh, coming out. Culture of, equals cash. Ab- absolutely. Put that on. A, put that on a shirt. Culture equals cash. So we ended up having a tournament. That started on uh, on Monday is a twelve man tournament, two three on three matches mm-hmm. on each two brand. Yep, we've got two tonight. We had two on Monday, and I'm trying to send. I'm trying to see if I have the the list that I sent to you. We got so much nonsense in this damn uh, in this text thread right now. Yeah, um, we don't. Yeah, we don't keep anything in one place. No, there it is. Okay, we don't. So on Raw. Uh, representing Raw, you had uh, Seth Rollins, uh, Finn Balor, Yo, which next which crazy in that match. Finnegan, um, <laughs> Finnegan. Finn, Finn won his match. Uh, Seth won his match, and Seth got a piece of a receipt that's six years old <laughs> in that match. Ouch. <laughs> The same move that caused Finn Balor to have to relinquish the first Universal Title victory um, because of injury, boy. he delivered that same move to Seth and basically told him SMD. Don't <laughs> <laughs> you kung fu panda that you bitch? Oh man, Cody, uh, shin splint. Uh, let's see here. Boy, they just. <sighs> what are they? 
can we make Nakamura great again? I, I wish we could, man. I, I, I wish we could. Let's make Knock America great again, please. And then we had uh, who was it? Sheamus and uh, Ray. Was it Ray Mysterio? Represent uh, Raw. Are they? I, I didn't. I need. I need I'm, I'm just looking at the list. I'm not looking at where they. The draft got me oh, all, all types of. Oh, the people who were actually a part of these. Uh, no, so it was what Miz, Miz Finn and Cody. So Miz Finn and Cody. Cody got, got taken out there by Lesnar. Yep. You had Priest, Priest Nakamura, and Seth. Which we, when you saw that that matchup, you knew Seth was going over. I just didn't know how they were going to deal with Cody. <laughs> they got Cody as a body that Brock decided to show up and show out. <laughs> Facts, which, which is a cool a cool way to get out of that. And it gave you a final for Raw that you didn't see coming because you you figured you were going to get Cody versus Seth again. You essentially and turned into a one-on-one match is what you did. <laughs> so I was, I was cool with getting Finn versus Seth. Now on this other side, uh, who's left? Uh, all right, so on the SmackDown side, and I think the match has already been set. I could be wrong. You got AJ, you got Bobby Lashley, you got uh, Ray, Edge, uh, Sheamus, and who's the other one? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 10, 11. Oh, Austin Theory. That's the other one. Okay. Run those twelve down again. The twi- just the names. The, the whole twelve? No, no, not the twelve. The the SmackDown six. six. SmackDown six. Okay. <laughs> Irony. Nice. Theory. Bobby Lashley. AJ Styles. Edge. Ray. Sheamus. Which one of those matches makes the most sense for Saudi Arabia versus Seth Rollins? Which one would you rather see? AJ. So AJ, hands down. I, I'm in agreement. If, if, if you if you're gonna if you're gonna milk the clock and give us something a, a title match to, to to make us be proud of, it's going to be AJ. Storyline wise, Bobby Lashley makes the most sense, but they beat that one into dirt all last summer. I'm good. Right. You you you, bur- <laughs> you emptied the clip on Rollins. Any in any involvement between Rollins, Lashley. And theory in any form, whether it's one on one, two on one, triple threat, you have emptied um, the clip on that over the past summer. I'm good. <laughs> Super good. Super. It'd be good. cool for for nostalgia. It'd be great if Rey Mysterio had that had that spot. That means you can't really boo anybody in this situation because, as we've discussed, the person either needs to be a heel or a high ranking you know legend type someone who is above reproach you're gonna put this on seth and it's gonna it's gonna work like every other seth reign it's gonna work like when seth was intercontinental champion for about six months going back and forth having tv classics with Dolph ziggler yep or right after you know the the they were wrestlemania 35 the opening main event with lesnar it's gonna be like that same title run for about six months the crazy thing about all this because he's gonna be beating, go ahead, go ahead. Every week he's gonna be beating. He's gonna be beating Corbin and Mustafa Ali and <laughs> Dolph Ziggler maybe because they need a good thirty minute TV match. Um, you're probably gonna feed him the Miz once or twice. Um, <laughs> maybe you turn Johnny Gargano heel. 
uh, Tommaso Ciampa comes back, you get a good match out of that. Because at this point, you're not building long stories. You need TV main events because the whole point of this champion and this championship is for him to be there and defend more often. I love the idea. Because if he's just cutting promos, we can have Roman cut promos via satellite. I love the idea of heels being cheered, and I would love to see a heel DIY reunite. I'm, look, I'm, I'm, I know what I'm doing on my brand. Yeah, I don't know good. what they're going to do on Monday or Friday or any of those other nights, but on my brand, Uh-oh. you know, we might get to the money. Well, we'll get to that in just a second. I want to say this, and we can we can get off of it. The uh, Backlash PLE, the tournaments regardless of the whys have given us more entertainment post mania than anything that's happened the five weeks post mania up to this point the ple and money in the bank is money in the bank is about to be international the ple itself is better than night two of, of mania by leaps and bounds crowd crowd Imagine had you done night two of WrestleMania with Puerto Rico's crowd. Could you? You couldn't lose with that crowd. Can you? Can you you see? Can you see a two night mania in two locations? Not anymore. Not after two. (laughs) Not after two. No, no. So two was a whole other animal. That was three locations the same night or the same day. Yeah, a triple, a triple play simulcast. No, none of that. Yeah, and the only reason, I'll say no to two locations because you're gonna have people that get, especially if you wait until WrestleMania weekend to announce the card order like they did this year, and you got people that are in one location and they wanted to see somebody that's at the other location. How pissed off they're gonna be! Here, here's a uh, here's some foreshadowing for you. We'll touch on this real quick and then we'll we'll jump out. The uh, because we still got this brand to build, we got the main events around the corner, we got stuff to do. Rumor has it, and this is from locals, not just from things that are online because it's online too. Rumor has it that Minneapolis is a finalist for WrestleMania 40. You'd, you'd have to bring me up to speed to make that make sense for me. Not 40, I'm sorry, is it 40 or 41? 41. Because yeah, Philadelphia is 40. So, yeah, for 40. 40s in Philadelphia. <laughs> I really hope nobody goes to jail because you're going to the bottom of the stadium. I, that's, I, I digress. Um, oh, it's going to happen. Somebody going to the bottom of the stadium. But I bring, I bring up Minneapolis to say to bring you this one. Okay. Buffalo apparently has just been approved for a new stadium. And it's more than mm-hmm. likely going to be an open air stadium totaling $1.35 billion. Uh, okay. Set to open around 2026 or 2027. They'll get one. Also on the table for that is Nashville. They'll get one too. Any but any NFL team with a new stadium going up has an opportunity at a WrestleMania. Well, here's the, here's the difference. Nashville is actually growing. Buffalo is not. Now Buffalo, you'll get a Canadian crowd because you're right there on the lake, and right across the border. Uh, it's still it's still New York. Nashville is a is a hotbed destination for for the youth and for hipsters. And as as big as that area has grown to, they still don't have the people to accommodate the size yet. But it's coming. 
Nashville's metro area has grown leaps and bounds over the last 10 years, and they're doing everything they can to attract uh, tourism the way they did in the 80s with things like Opryland and the Grand Ole Opry and shit like that. So, and if you pay attention to any of the like the food bloggers and different people like that, like the the cuisine is starting to take a little bit of a dive. Like it's a little harder to find great food like it you than it used to be. Like it used to be, you could trip and fall in Memphis and find you know something. And then there's then, now, then, then there's more. that Memphis is only three hours away. Knoxville is two and a half hours away. North Carolina, which is a a mecca for professional wrestling, right next door. The, uh, so think so think about the the Hall of Fame inductees you would have for a WrestleMania in Nashville. You could go through a list of anybody who's left from Memphis, from uh, was it Mid Southern, from Continental, from Smoky Mountain, uh, Mid Atlantic. You probably get a, a, a posthumous uh, Jerry Jarrett. Oh yeah, for sure. There's no um, there's no reason to put him in the Hall of Fame in uh, in, Phil- in Philadelphia or in is Jackie is Jackie Fargo in? So, so there's this legacy wing of the Hall of Fame that went up about, I guess it was two WrestleManias ago, and uh-huh. and it got announced as like a as like a vignette, but wasn't like like a ceremony. There okay. needs there needs to be proper credence for those people. I, and, and, I mean, yeah, we can see that. Yeah, if Jeff Jarrett wasn't in his current situation, that would be perfect. Not to say that by the time Nashville comes around for WrestleMania, he won't be in a different situation. And he was just in the building. And who's to say that? I mean, to, uh, Vince did business with with Dixie Carter. Who's to say Triple H can't do business with Tony Khan? It's not. We we know the answer to this question. It's not that they can't do business. It's the who. It's, that, <laughs> it's the who and the why. <laughs> Are you going to be petulant about it? Are you going to do are you going to try to be personal while trying to do business? You can't do both. Mm. It doesn't work like that. I, I learned the hard way. You can't mix business and personal. Either you're going to be personal and stand on your personal beliefs or you're going to do business. There's that. And with that said, It's time for the grand finale of the Build a Brand Part Three. Yeah. Yeah, ho. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Yeah, yeah. I expect to, I expect y'all to hear a lot more of that in the very near future. Boy, prime. Hey, That's all I'm gonna hey, say wild, is prime. Wild, hey, sidebar on the air. Sidebar. What you think about Juneteenth? That's that's it. That's the one. You know, my I mean, because I don't have any dates that like my, make sense for me. My 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 personal favorite day of the year is that week. I, I see no problem with it. I see it's a great I mean, celebration, great send off, if you will. I mean, so yeah, it, there could be like a a real flood of content. There could be on a June there, there could be a, a situation. <laughs> yeah, and and it's a Monday, so it's like a, it's a Mayor Music Monday. It's a prime day. It's a prime day. Swap build a brand part three. I have Press. the first pick. Trust I'll, I'll, I'll let you throw out your stipulation first, <clears throat> and I'll come with my stipulation and my pick. Um, 
I don't think I have a stipulation. Like I haven't thought of anything that I want to use as like a a caveat because it's wild card. Just do what you want, and then if it's just too outlandish, we'll we'll negotiate backwards. I, I, don't, I don't feel like putting putting any shackles on you in your thought process. I think we're creative enough to to not do dumb shit. And right, so- that's that's what this whole <laughs> show is based on. Okay, All our right. ability to not do dumb shit. All right. So even with these smartphones. All right. So if you if you don't if you if you defer, I, I don't mind deferring. That's cool. My first pick was our guest today. He was always going to be my first pick in this, but since we had him on, there's absolutely no reason I can't build my brand with the great Jay the God, JTG. I like what you did. I like what you did. Um so I tell you what I'm going to do. Since we're since we're starting off and we we really dealing with the gang, watch this. Uh oh. Uh oh. I take <laughs> Swerve Strickland with Rick Ross <laughs> and Stokely Hathaway. Oh, the no. new mogul affiliates, record label, and wrestling company. This, yeah. It's this whole what you got infused with wrestling infused with wrestling <laughs> can can i uh i i feel like i need to give him a bodyguard i feel like i need to give him a bodyguard oh that is active and the bodyguard should also be gang and this is gonna be gang you might as well get the baddest shane taylor now you're doing too much that that's out no there. i'm not that's out no there. i'm not I'm creating greatness is what I'm doing. You you would take Shane Taylor. You su- Your turn, famo. You, you some of a bitch. Hurt people, hurt people who hurt people. <laughs> While they're hurt. Oh, hurt ass. Uh, <laughs> hurt. Lucky, you best be lucky it ain't the hurt business. I, 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 if they were worth the damn right now, I would. <laughs> they would be worth the damn if they would just let us take the wheel. Next pick, sir. Next pick. What what can I do here? Nothing's off limits. So if you want a commentary team, you want book you want bookers, you want um, I want a legacy team. Okay. And we we spoke posthumously earlier, right? About Jerry okay. Jarrett. Well, I'm going to take you to Tennessee, but it's not what you're thinking. Humble beginnings in Tennessee for some people. One of our favorite people in the world. Got their start in Tennessee. I'm gonna grab D'Lo. I'm gonna grab Mustafa and the late great New Jack, the gangsters. Mmm. Now, now I see what the stipulation should have been. You can't go bring people back. Yeah. But I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> you you balling. I'm because look. There will be there will never be a situation where I I denounce the participation of New Jack. Like just it's not gonna <laughs> yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah. Cause he's still here. Nah. You did anytime anytime, yeah. Cause Jack is gang. So anytime we have an opportunity to include New Jack, it's hundred percent. Shout out to Jen Jack. What up, Jen? See you soon, Jen Jack. So facts. So let's see. Um I for my next pick will do this. We talked about Eric Bischoff earlier in this episode. So now I'm going to pull something from his playbook. Live on Suave's brand, 
we will have a cruiserweight division. Our cruiserweight division will be overseen by the commissioner, Ray Mysterio Jr. Uh, uh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, Ray, Ray's not taken. That's dope. <laughs> yep. So, yeah. We, we, you feel? Yeah. Yeah. One time for the one time. So, yeah. Bring me, uh, bring me the whole L, uh, the LWO. Bring me, um, bring me, uh, yeah, bring me Osprey. You're really. Old. Bring me. Huh? Go ahead. You go ahead. What happened? What are you doing? Nothing. So, nothing, nothing. raise the commissioner. I need the whole LWO on deck. Bring me, um, yeah, bring me Osprey. Bring me Ricochet. Did you already get him? No one got Ricochet. And he fantastic. He, he, he bring had, me Ricochet. He, he had to lose about ten pounds right now because he he's he's north of that that two hundred five mark. We two fifteen. We taking it back yeah, to yeah, WCW. <laughs> <laughs> it's light heavyweight gang. I shouldn't have said cruiserweight. It's light heavyweight. Okay, but right. uh, yeah, bring yeah, bring Rick, Rico through here. But the thing about I tell you the what, the thing about cruiserweight, cruiserweight is ambiguous anyway. So I'll allow it. Okay, that's a bit. So um, I tell you what, I'm gonna we're gonna to help the episode flow along. I'm gonna let Pencil Pusher Nation help pick my super eight of the of my cruiserweight division. Mm. So we'll, we'll we'll open the open the uh, phone lines up and see what the pencil pushers have to say about this. But yes, I I need a top eight for my cruiserweight division. But we will have a cruiserweight title, and the, the division will be overseen by the greatness that is Rey Mysterio Jr. And it'll be booked by Conan. <laughs> you taking all the talent? All right, <laughs> no parameters. All right, so. I've already taken one posthumous pick. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna uh, empty the empty the graveyard, if you will. I'm not gonna do that. All right. But Please. you. But you that, mentioned. You mentioned one person, Eric Bischoff. Mm-hmm. What was the most popular faction Eric Bischoff was known for? The NWO. Who is a blatant ripoff of the NWO? The Bullet Club. I like them. I like them all, in their form. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna round them up. Everybody, Finn, Finn Balor is not on the list of anybody that was that was chosen. We're gonna bring him back. We're gonna get Prince Fergal Devitt back over here to, to run the Bullet Club. We're gonna get okay. Adam. We're gonna get Adam Cole. We're, we're gonna get we're gonna get Switchblade Jay White. We're gonna have AJ's already there. These are the best of the best leaders Bullet Club has ever had. And I mean, since I threw his name out there writing the checks and securing the talent for the future and telling us who comes and who goes why not Eric Bischoff okay I'll see what you're doing <laughs> um, do I have Bronson Reed already uh, under contract let me let me let me do my perusing and yes sir you do okay fantastic um here's what I'm going to do. Um, helping us expand our Latin X division of, of uh, Burgundy Championship Wrestling. Oh, that's the I'm name. Going to that's be... the name of the brand. No, I haven't named it. I'm just oh, okay. I'm okay. tossing names out as we as we as we record. Just trying to see what what, what what sticks on the wall. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring over uh, Damian Priest and um, head of 
international PR for the Latin X division of the brand will bring in bad butt. <laughs> Bad Bunny and Savio Vega. Disobedient hair. So you want you want Savio Vega too? Yeah, Savio gotta Savio gotta help us coordinate this talent. He gonna bleed. <laughs> that's I mean that's cool. You bleed in Puerto Rico. Uh, that's what they man. do in Puerto Rico. Yeah. So when we run in Puerto Rican house shows, bleed all you want to. Just make sure you see the see the trainer on the way out. <laughs> Bipr bleeding Puerto Rico. That's what they did to him. That's what they did. That's what they. That's exactly what they did to us. Crack Instagram and That's what they did to us. Okay, let's. What see. you got? Uh. Oh man. I I got one that's gonna be it's completely left field because I'm running out of options. But go ahead. Uh, need some nostalgia on here but not in the old sense okay. I, you need somebody who's going to draw names is going to put some uh put some butts in some seizing and make you make you cry a little bit not not you per se but the fan okay. make, make them feel something i'm gonna i'm gonna pull up i'm gonna call up ross and marshall mm. von erics are making an appearance here in a tag team division I'm gonna sign them to a deal. See what they can do. Okay. Um, I I see what you're doing. So for the entertainment value of my brand, which you definitely burgundy, you have burgundy, a, you, have, you have a bunch of sports entertainers going on over here right now. You understand? It's a whole it's a whole lot of gang shit going on over here. Does everybody be cool? <laughs> wait, um, wait, hold on. You 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 got a whole lot of fucking sports entertainment. Go ahead. <laughs> right. No, no, don't try to peg my brand like that because we have wrestlers, grapplers, and fighters on my brand. Don't start doing that. Absolutely. Don't Tony Khan me. Ab- absolutely. Don't Tony Khan my brand, famo. And don't do that. Um, I'm going to draft a commentary team, and my commentary team will consist of Mauro Ronaldo. Motherfucker, you. That was next. That was next. Pat, Ma- <laughs> Pat McAfee. And Corey Graves. Okay. All right. I you can like live it. with that. I like it. Uh, my commentary team was definitely next for me. Um, on color, I'm going to have the great Nigel McGinnis. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go and get uh, Kevin Kelly over from Japan. Mm. That's different, and because you need different, you need somebody who's going to be there. And why, why not being the? Uh, I, I can't see this going wrong, considering he's called more matches for ROH than anybody. I'm gonna go ahead and bring in, and I was not sold on him in the in the beginning, but he's earned his keep. Ian Riccoboni. So Nigel McGinnis, Ian Riccoboni, Kevin Kelly. That's my commentary team. I can dig it. I can dig it. I can dig it. Tell you what I'm going to do. I am going to procure the services of Timberland for all oh. music entrances for all, all talent on my roster. Yeah. There's there's one we weren't thinking about. Yeah. Timbo, go to work. Okay. 
because we are in the sing-along chant area or the, the sing-along chant era so yeah it's uh yeah we finna turn up for real dude. you you really want seth rollins seth rollins to have a song that people are singing okay now i see you and i raise you Oh, look at him. I got him in thought. I got no him one, in thought. No one, no one. We've thinking man pose. No, nah, no. Nah, we've mentioned his name. But like we, we're, we're sitting here signing on this talent, but we don't have a bankroll. I need Tony mm. Khan. I like what you did. I like what. <laughs> I like it. I like it. He might he might be a dusthead. I thought about that too. He I did be, I did think about drafting a bankroll. He, he might be a dusthead, <laughs> but that dude know how to pick up some talent real quick. <laughs> you gonna have to deal with them emails detailing a six month run. <laughs> I'm not dealing with that. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not. I, I'd rather try to do it with lotto money. I'm not. I'm not doing it. I was like, okay, all right. Here, this you want some petty? <laughs> Messiah? You drafted Tony Khan, huh? Messiah? No, no, no. <laughs> you, shout out! But you draft, you drafted, you drafted Tony Khan as a bankroll. I'm going to draft Shad Khan as a bankroll. Oh, oh, daddy, huh? You got daddy issues, huh? <laughs> the guy that gave you your guy his money is going to be giving us ours. Big flex, big big flex. Yeah, yeah, they gonna be beefing over Thanksgiving dinner. But you know, you know, we know what that is really dope for. What Pay per views in London. <laughs> International brand like these brands are going to work together at that, some point. That like, is we, that since you that that is my last since you have Shad on the other side. This is essentially Vince and Shane running WCW and WWF in 2001 for Black Monday. But if we're going to facts, do it, I'm not tying no more. I'm not tying no money up with Vince and Kennedy. I'm not doing it. That's okay. I'm sorry. That's okay. You got you got some habits on spending on, on some stuff that I don't necessarily co-sign spending that kind of money on. The only reason I'm mad that I got the first draw on this is worth what I'm about to pull off right now. Okay. This is the biggest move in the history of this business. You wow. have you have okay. Shad. Let me listen to this. You have Shad. I have Tony, mm -hmm. okay? Right. The pay-per-view in London every year is going to include all of Gang Green. It's going to be a three-day extravaganza with my brand and your brand and the booking <laughs> rights itself. The fist <laughs> fights that will ensue about the booking of this card are stuff of legend. So you're gonna need a documentary filmed every year of this process. Yeah. Three days, Gang Green Friday, Fest, yeah. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Gang Green Fest is what it is. Boy. Yeah, that's going All to be All things throughout the year, 50, 51 weeks lead to this. Loaded card is the understatement <laughs> of all time because we're going to have to have a loaded session to book this loaded card. One could argue that my brand is better. One could argue that your brand is better, but I don't know how you're going to be able to top a, a gang green fest that lasts for three days 
and I mean, hell, you might as well give you might as well give the people two weeks off after that one because you gonna have to digest some of this content like in in doses. Go ahead with your last pick. I am going to, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna draft the uh, development team of the MLB app. So that we can recreate, oh. we can recreate a version. We can we can build on what the WWE Network was supposed to be. So now that there is a streaming home over the top platform for Burgundy Championship Wrestling and all affiliates that join into the conglomerate signing that we'll have for content distribution. That that is people don't understand how that's a pretty huge move international distribution over the top access home portable mobile you have all the bases covered no no there is no excuse to not be seen when you have the leader of sports apps creating your mm-hmm. app who also created the leader in sports entertainment the worldwide leader in sports entertainment's <laughs> app in its inception and not only we will feature, you know, old content that we acquire, the new content from these brands going forward. We'll also be bringing over some um, some talk content that goes along with the action content. So, of course, what you will be seeing via the app is the Broken Pencil Booking Company Pro Wrestling Podcast and radio show infused with hip hop video casted across the entire platform. So, yeah, yeah. So we, we will be scooping up different content to distribute. Yeah. But yeah, it's gonna be a one-stop shop for wrestling content. Yeah, I can I can say that I was not expecting this to happen the way that it did, but I'm definitely more than thrilled with the outcome, sir. Because we think outside the box. It's not just about re- it. Yes, the wrestling is the basis, and it's very important. But how are you going to distribute this content? Who are you distributing it to? How are you going to make the money back? Indeed, and, and all that to say. Between all these umpteen hundred people, pieces of talent we have between both brands is still a whole lot of fucking gang shit. Mm-hmm. And that said, yeah, take us to the house, Swab. It, it doesn't get any better than that. Pencil pushers, heads up, pencils down. JTG is a YouTube exclusive. I'm putting that out there first. You're not getting that on the audio version. You only get that on YouTube. So tell your people. Fucks with your boys. Oh my. Oh wow. (laughs) Oh dirty danger is what I am. Oh baby, I like it raw. (laughs) Yeah, baby, I like it raw.